heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Well, I, I look at this series as uh, sort of like a, an encyclopedia. You know how you open up an encyclopedia and you just sit down and you say, okay, what are we going to learn today? This is exactly what this program is, taking back control of your life. What's really cool about this is there's so much we don't know, but there's a lot we need to know. And we're really covering the bases on this extraordinary program. Uh, this is entitled uh, The Eight Essential Steps to Health and Freedom. Have you been following along here this is week four have to do the math there week four uh and have you been following week one was the key is energy the art of uh, cellular healing that was really extraordinary week two don't guess when you can know uh week three the importance of being organically grown and this is a this is kind of an edgy area of, 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 of interest that we'll talk about a little bit. In fact, I've got a couple of curveballs. I'll throw Dr. H today on that topic that I got in from listeners. Uh, so that'll be interesting. And uh, week four is where we find ourselves today. Uh, herbs everyone should meet. And uh, let's bring on now Dr. H. Uh, Dr. Henry Ely joins me, a naturopathic doctor and uh, Energetic Health Institute, Energetic Health Radio on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Uh, so, okay, if you've been keeping count, uh, Dr. H, this is uh, the fourth lesson. So I guess we're not, well, we're kind of coming into almost to the midpoint, huh? We're, we're coming into the midpoint. We're not in the home stretch yet. We're coming to the midpoint, and it's so good to be back here with you, Malcolm. Oh, thank you, brother. It's good to be with you as well. Always, always privileged to be in your company and all of our listeners, of course. All right. So there there are some interesting things. I, I don't want to get side railed up front here, but uh, but even on to that last one, I now I recognize some people really embrace the organic world. Some people do not. And mm -hmm. uh, it gets a little edgy, doesn't it? Right. It does, doesn't it? There's nothing more um, uh, argumentative than religion, politics, and food. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know the food part. I didn't know that, but I'm learning. I'm learning. I, I see some uh, some pretty edgy comments come in on this particular topic, where people were, I think, t you know, pretty much telling me I'm full of crap, kind of thing. But <laughs> I'll let you be the judge of that when we get there. So. <laughs> Well, so let's that, address them. I, I love getting into it with people who are uh, who disagree with us. Yeah, let's do it. We, we may we may do more than just address them because uh, I may even invite to this one doc on the on the. I, I think it'd be interesting to have a future show with you and them because they're on the opposite side of the organic conversation. And uh, well, I'll, I'll light them up, Malcolm. Yeah, I well, well, that's what I'm actually. That's what. I, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to actually because this is out of my realm of uh, expertise to be sure. But I, I surely am a sponge as I. Think most listeners are, but listen. Let's start at the top here and and due diligence and start though with number four. We'll get to all of that in just a bit here, and we'll edge it up a little bit. But let's start with um, this fourth uh, big lesson here about how herbs work and why why is this so important and the evolution of this entire series that we're talking about in taking back control of our lives, Doctor H. You know, well, it's important because what we're giving people are tools. You know, and what we're building is a lifestyle that is predicated upon health so that a person can tr be truly free. 
we there's no greater tyrannical industry or uh, that we have in our country right now than the pharmaceutical industry. And so they have reached their tentacles into every aspect of our life virtually. And the only way to really extricate yourself from that is to be free. So we need to we need to build on that. I just want to tell folks, because, you know, you all look at me sometimes and say, what's he talking about? When you see even some of the notes and you see the P is missing off a of pharmaceutical, and some of you have actually written in on this and say, do you know you're making a lot of typos? And uh, that actually happened. You know, you're getting me in a lot of trouble, Dr. H, is what's happening. I had full confession here. <laughs> but it, would you tell folks what you're doing on that pharmaceutical versus pharmaceutical, please? Yeah, I, I refuse to call it pharmaceutical. It's they're, they're the pharmaceutical industry, and it's intentional. Um, I don't care anymore. You know, I've I've watched them kill my mother. I watched them kill people I love. Um, I've watched them kill Americans over the last two and a half years. I'm going to call them what they are. They're an industry of harm. They're not an industry of farm. You know, farm is going to be where we grow things, and things are positive and good. We're not going to even wordplay with them anymore. It's the pharmaceutical industry, and if somebody's got an issue with me saying that, then I'm going to fall back on my First Amendment rights. So when you see that in the notes, friends, and you see the P missing on pharmaceutical, it's not accidental. Uh, it is intentional from Dr. H. And of course, he's been in the weeds on this stuff and, uh, you know, understands what's taken place through the whole COVID, uh, you know, exercise we've all been through. And and they, it is, I think a lot of people would agree with that it is a pharmaceutical um, industry, to be sure. Let's stay on task here now and um, get mm -hmm. back to the uh, to the herbs. And, uh, you know, when we think back, we talk about this and I, I've seen it so of your notes. In fact, let me just tell folks, you can follow along now with the notes on this. If you go to, uh, again, if you go into shows, and look, you can look back uh, up at the top of shows and it will say, uh, taken back control of your life. Of course, it's part of the voice of a nation, but we have it up under there so you can find this easy enough, okay? Taken back control of your life. Also at the top left sidebar at, at americaoutloud.com, you'll see uh, that logo there, uh, a really cool logo with the uh, birds breaking the chain and uh, releasing your freedom and liberty, uh, which is essentially the core of this program. Uh, you can link there as well, but go to that page is the bigger point I'm making here. And just below the setup of it, you'll see an accordion type of uh, setup. It's very, very cool. And you can follow along in week four, and see some of the notes uh, that we'll be talking about right now, Dr. H and I, with you all. You talk about, think back to episode one, the key is energy. So maybe let's get the framework of that key is energy and how herbs relate mm -hmm. into that, Dr. H. Right. So we have to take everybody back to the cell, right? Everything that we understand about health comes down to all these amazing cells we have in our body. And for a cell to do the three most important things it can do, which is to metabolize food, detoxify uh, from that process, and then replicate a healthy version of itself, those are all energy-dependent processes. So the, the key for everything, the foundation, which we covered in, I thought, great detail in episode one, is energy production at the mitochondrial level. Now, when we have energy production, now we have a chance. Now we have a chance for health. We have a chance for healing. We have a chance to give the cell what it needs so the cell can do it the best it can with what it receives. When we get into um, you know, delayed food allergies in episode two and, and eating 
or a controversial for some reason organic clean food in in episode three plant-based food what we're really doing is saying we are establishing next a really solid ph a, a good cellular ph alkaline environment so that when you have energy production first alkalinity next now the cell can really do what it's designed to do and that is produce enzymes now, when you are producing enzymes, enzymes speed up biochemical reactions. They make things in the cell really, you know, really pop, really, really go. So we want to make sure that we have good enzyme production at the cell, uh, at the cell level. And that's where herbs come in. Herbs can accentuate enzyme production. If we are over, if a cell is overproducing an enzyme, cells can, uh, the herbs can drop that down. If a cell is underproducing an enzyme, herbs can help bring that back up. And what's really cool, Malcolm, is when you have energy production and alkalinity together as foundational aspects of a person's health, now you get to see what herbs really can do because you you have probably heard this. People tried some herbs and they say, oh, that didn't work. That, that stuff didn't work. Well, yeah, of course, an herb isn't going to work if you don't have energy and alkalinity to precede it. You know, this is this is interesting because you're getting into the science now, Dr. Race, right? I mean, this is the science mm -hmm. of it. Correct. It's, yeah, it's Correct. very scientific, and I, I get that. Now, within these top 10 herbs as well, uh, you know, what the other part you really, I, I'm guessing, it, it, that would be impacted by this is the richness of the food you're eating or the taste of it. Yeah. You know, Cause when I think of herbs and that sort of thing, I'm thinking taste and flavor and that sort of thing. That, mm -hmm. That's a point here. That's a, that's a big point. And thanks for bringing that up. It's, you know, when we, when we talk about herbs, there is um, something called antioxidants. Okay. Right. Now you've heard that word, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, antioxidants, what I'd like to give people is a visual. And if you, if you were a fan of, Pixar and Disney before you realized it was programming like I was, you might have watched The Incredibles. Well, The Incredibles, there's this scene where Mr. Incredible is trying to find some information on a computer. He's infiltrated the enemy's lair. And all of a sudden, you know, he's running across, you know, this, this platform trying to get away once he's been detected. Well, that when he gets hit with all of these little you know, um, expanding balls that, you know, prevent him from moving, that would be more of an immune response, right? So the immune system steps in whenever there's damage. But what if we could stop that damage before it starts? So when we stop damage before it starts, what we're doing is we're using antioxidants. Antioxidants are going to prevent free radicals from really breaking down the cell and 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 making sure and punching holes in the cell and making the cell very very damaged and and all of those things and once you have a free radical bouncing around in a cellular environment not only does it create damage but it also creates more free radicals so what antioxidants do is antioxidants kind of sponge up and stop that damage before it starts so your immune system doesn't have to come in and kind of take out that cell or figure out what it needs to do to heal up. You're actually preserving your immune system by bringing antioxidants in, stopping damage before it starts. So what has the highest concentration of these antioxidants? And scientifically, it's called oxygen radical absorbance capacity or ORAC for short, all right, ORAC numbers. You can actually measure the amount of antioxidants something. So what has the highest concentration 
of antioxidants, bar none in the plant world, herbs. And mm -hmm. that's why putting herbs in your body is so important. Now, when we talked about in episode mm -hmm. three, Malcolm, we, that you alluded to was um, was taste and flavor. And why do or does organic food taste better? Because there's more nutrients, there's more vitamins, there's more minerals in it, right? right. Well, now when you're talking about herbs, you're looking at vitamins and minerals a little bit, but you know, we don't eat as much herbs. You're not going to eat like a ear of corn worth of herbs, right? <laughs> at a meal. So you're just, you're just going to sprinkle some stuff on. What you're sprinkling onto your food, when you're flavoring your foods, when you're maybe drinking your herbal tea, what you're doing is you're putting in a concentration, not of vitamins and minerals, Malcolm, you're putting in a concentration of antioxidants into mm. your body. Yeah. And what you're doing when you do that is stopping damage before it starts. Yeah. You know, you're hitting some real big points here for me. And I think most listeners can relate to this because, listen, when when you talk about our health and our well-being, we're talking about the health of ourselves. Uh, there's nothing. I mean, it's one thing I've learned uh, with these many years is this is if you condition your cells to, uh, to to reorganize and I guess in my words, recalibrate, I guess I would call it regenerate uh, mm -hmm. and you you you're able to uh, st starve away sicknesses. Uh, diseases, uh, cancers, all kinds of uh, uh, ailments that impact the human body, and a lot of this comes back to the diet of, su of such we uh, that that we are you know enjoying in our lives that uh, may be doing harm to us and not. To, uh, so, I think that, that, that those are my words. Is that uh, am I in the ballpark for what you're what you're thinking, Doctor H? You're 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 better than in the ballpark. You're you're on the field. Right there. Okay. You get, you know, let, let me, let's give people, you know, conceptually a, a easy understanding of this. When you are fatigued, right? The number one common symptom for all disease is fatigue. Right. When you're fatigued, your cells are dying. Your body is dying. When you, when your body is acidic, your cells are getting injured. They're creating free radicals. Free radicals create more free radicals. You are dying. You're in so, that uh, disease. So hold on process. just there. I, I want to jump in a moment here. So for instance, mm -hmm. you told me, I think it was maybe episode two or could be one, I don't know. And you said, well, you've got to get mm -hmm. seven hours of sleep. Now I know you're probably getting four or five or whatever, but you've got to get seven hours and and promise me you're, you know, you, we went through that if listeners were called. And, you know, I want to ask you straight out because I know there are people that I, I know even very well that, you know, typically might get very little sleep and they think that's very heroic. I, I know a lot of folks that way, actually. Well, you know, I only require X amount <laughs> of sleep. Now, I'm just thinking here out loud with you, as I always do, Dr. H. But I see people thinking, well, you know, that kind of makes me very – but, you know – I, I would imagine a lot of those people, and if not in their younger or mid years, at some point, it's I'm guessing now, this is just me talking, it's going to catch up with them uh, at some point. And maybe it's in the early part of their later years, potentially. And maybe that's when these things, disease and other things set in. But are you, is that what you're saying to us? That at some point, you're going to pay the fiddler for this and it's going to set into your body and you're going to pay a big price. And that you, you, because of that fatigue you're talking about, is that what we're speaking about here, brother? We are, and and very astute, Malcolm. So what what we have so many phrases for this in our culture, right? The bill comes due. You know, we we pay for the sins of our youth, right? As we age, right? You know, right. this when you're young and you can 
you know, seemingly do this because you've got great hormone production, your muscle tone is going to stay really good. You know, I remember being able to stay up, you know, all do all nighters and then go work out and do it all again. I, I used to do that. Yeah, sure. But, you know, I know that if I tried that now as I'm, I'm approaching 50, I would, <laughs> it would not be a good thing, right? So what we're talking about is understanding that your body has certain basic needs and your body doesn't really ask for much in terms of giving you back way more than it asks for. But what it needs, it needs. And so it needs the building blocks for energy production. It needs the building blocks, the, the you know, the diet that's uh, going to allow your immune system to chill out, the, the, you know, making sure you're eliminating the delayed food allergens, the diet that's going to make sure you're not bringing acidic pollutants into your body, you know, pollute, uh, when we're talking about eating organic plant-based. And now what we're doing is taking that one extra level up and talking about, okay, now you've done those things. You're giving your body energy production. You're, you've removed foods that your, your immune system doesn't like. You've, you've now started eating foods that are clean, foods that don't have pesticide residue and Roundup residue on them and everything. And now we're saying, let's take that final step up and put a concentration of antioxidants into the body every day by way of herbs so that you're actually, you've moved from disease process now fully into a healing process just by nature of the choices you're making with your diet. Okay. All right. It's very, very cool. Now I think we're all on the same page. So here's what comes to my mind next on these top mm -hmm. 10 herbs. How let's talk about what they are. Let's tell listeners what those 10 herbs are. How do we use them within the applications of our diet? What are the things we do? You know, I'm thinking again on the backside here over to the side. Uh, I think a lot of us are really, I mean, taste and flavor is I, I'm hoping or I'm thinking is part of this thing. Uh, yeah, well, that's, I'm just saying, just put it out there because, you know, little Mikey's only going to eat or really enjoy what really tastes good. Uh, let's put it that way and not what doesn't. Um, I remember those commercials, little Mikey, when he was eating the bad cereal or something, I guess, I don't know where that, you comes know, that life's life cereal, you know, I, I know that like when I was around, maybe yeah. I, I just, just came to me. He a, likes it. Mikey, he yeah, likes yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I remember those. Yeah. A flash from the past, I guess, you know, so, so let's, what, what are the 10 and how are we seriously, simply, how are we using these? in our lives, in our diets that make sense. And what, you know, we, we understand the, the, the big benefits that you've already explained, but yeah, well, where do we go from there? Sure. And without getting into a lot of detail, let's just list them out and I'll talk about quick use with okay. it. Okay. All right. So um, something that I'm sure is going to be controversial for people, God knows why, uh, cannabis. Cannabis is uh, the strongest herb, the, the one that's uh, the only herb, actually, Malcolm, that can induce autophagocytosis. That's what we call the munchies when people have it. However, I will tell you this, smoking, vaping, all that nonsense, that is not medicinal. All right. It has to be consumed. It has to be edibilized and it has to be done in a specific preparatory way so that um, we don't destroy the additional compounds in the flower, in this beautiful, beautiful gift that we've been given uh, for healing. Uh, number two, uh, green tea. Most often, obviously tea, right? A beverage. Uh, Siberian ginseng, otherwise known as eleutherococcus, uh, consumed, eaten. All right. Uh, licorice root can be in a tea or eaten medicinal mushrooms. I'm not talking about the psychedelics. Let's be clear about that. I'm talking about the reishis and the maitakis and the chagas and the, you know, the, the lion's manes and all of these wonderful mushrooms. If you ever want to really get into mushrooms, I can say, go to Paul Stamets. That guy will blow your mind 
with the information that he has on these wonderful, beautiful, um, they're not technically herbs, it's mycology, but we're going to put them in this category of botanical medicines. Um, Hawthorne berry. Oh my God, Malcolm, if you have a heart issue or if you're just struggling, you're feeling something in your heart, nothing will improve ejection fraction, how you're the efficiency of your heart's contractions and make you feel better like Hawthorne berry. Again, herb or uh, tea or eaten. Black elderberry, the elder mother, right? Just an incredible immune tonic, just amazing, right? Uh, stinging nettle leaf, great for purifying the blood. Love it in my teas. Love it, love it, love it in my teas. Milk thistle, protect your liver, right? Give your liver everything it can to protect itself. Uh, again, edibilized, but also can be used in teas. And then turmeric. Turmeric is a wonderful thing to put into regular cooking, regular, you know, uh, meals and stuff like that. And you can actually cook with almost, you can cook with all of these, Malcolm. I mean, we'll, we'll put maitake in a, um, in a soup real in a heartbeat, but turmeric, fantastic at lowering blood pressure. Also fantastic, Malcolm, at dealing with H. pylori. Okay, which is an infection of the stomach. It's just amazing, amazing herbs. So each one of these has real benefits to our health and well-being. That's why you list them as the top 10, obviously, right? These are the go-tos. And you know what I love about these, Malcolm? Safe. They are safe and highly effective to yeah. steal a great phrase from the pharmaceutical industry. These are truly safe and effective. Yeah, right. Gotcha. You know, I, the reason when you started with cannabis, the first one, um, I, I mean, obviously that's charged because of, uh, you know, be, because of weed. I mean, and the controversy there mm -hmm. where people use it to get high and for other purposes. So I guess was that mm -hmm. is that really the core? Of, I mean, I, I'm guessing uh, from a societal point of view, I mean, that kind of got hijacked, though, really with that. I mean, is that fair? Is that a fair statement to say? It, it got hijacked by our government. It got it got brutalized and propagandized by our government so much so that they did a dual thing with it. They changed the word to and they made up a word called marijuana. Marijuana was never in existence before the 1900s. Nobody would ever known what you were talking about. Everybody referred to it by its Latin root official botanical name, cannabis. Marijuana was used to denigrate um, Mexican population, Mexican immigrants coming into this country um, and to assert that they were somehow uh, going to be the scourge of, of this country, um, you know, and, and by use of this particular uh, flower. Now, when we talk about um, cannabis, you know, that includes CBD. And, you know, how many people have come around on CBD that are were previously weren't really in favor of cannabis? You know, I mean, you don't have to have the psychotropic THC compounds for it to be effective. But if you do have even just a little bit in there, it actually synergizes with CBD and the other cannabinoids in the flower to have a what's called entourage effect upon the body's, the cellular physiology. Mm -hmm. And when you put all of these together and you edibilize them, remember smoking isn't, isn't medicine. When you do that, you now get to see what this beautiful herb can actually do. I've never done, I've never taken this by the way. So I'm totally the, the, not, the naivety from my standpoint is uh, uh, pretty serious. Mm -hmm. I've never done it. I've never done weed. I've done, I mean, people, th be, you know, I, I get accused all the time, Dr. H in, in full confession, everybody of being on drugs, but I actually <laughs> on a regular basis on, that's an hourly accusation for me, you know, but, uh, but I never done, I, I don't do drugs of any kind. And I've, ne I've never actually done um, marijuana or actually either. So
Yeah, well, there's so much we have to unlearn, right? We've been conditioned to create heroes and villains in our society, right? And, and cannabis became a villain. And it became a villain because it, uh, because the pharmaceutical industry identified it as its biggest threat to its power structure. If they weren't able to take cannabis off the market, what was going to happen was they weren't going to be able to seize full power over our great nation in terms of uh, being the only game in town because cannabis was that effective at dealing with cancer, that effective at dealing with a myriad of conditions. Um, and so they needed to get that off the market. That's how incredible it is. You see, what's interesting about cannabis, it's the only known botanical medicine that when you ingest it, when you eat it, the liver actually biotransforms the medicinal compounds into even stronger medicinal compounds and then re-releases it to the bloodstream for about a 16-hour uh, potential of, of medicinal therapeutic effect. It is the only herb that our body works with in this capacity where when it comes into the body via the alimentary, the, you know, via, via us eating it, Right. The body actually knows how to biotransform it into an even stronger, more effective compound for all of our cells healing. Yeah. The preconceived ideas we've had about cannabis have been implanted. They've been conditioned in us. Yeah. I mean, look at what they, they, you know, they turned it into tree huggers and Woodstock and vilifying everybody there who most of them weren't on THC. They weren't having these far out experiences at Woodstock because of THC. That was because of, uh, of synthetic psychotropic drugs that were very harsh on the system and could really throw off the hormonal system. Cannabis as it as it is when it's when it's in balance, right? When you have THC, when you have CBD, when you have the other cannabinoids, when you have the terpenes that come along with it and when those are all preserved and when it is ingested, it is one of the most potent medicines if not the most potent medicine in all of the botanical family. So how do you recommend looking at this list of top 10? How are we using these in our lives? So when we're looking at herbs, you know, and we're going down this top 10 list, it's really important to understand what does the herb do once you bring it into your body properly, right? So when we were talking about cannabis, for example, we're not talking about inhaling it. We're talking about eating it or drinking it. We're talking about bringing it in through the digestive tract because that's where it's going to be most potent, particularly when there is CBD present as always. And if you wanted to have a slightly psychotropic effect at a balanced amount of THC, when we look at THC, it's really going to have an incredible, incredible, incredible effect upon our nervous system. So it's going to be used to help things like Alzheimer's and to help things like, um, you know, Parkinson's and seizures. It's something that I use for the seizures that I have resulting from the pharmaceutical industries uh, vaccines when I was a child. Uh, it's going to help with glaucoma, like most of us know, and it's going to help manage inflammatory bowel conditions and take that down. But where it comes very effective, even as effective as chemotherapy is in the realm of cancer. So it has these incredible, incredible, you know, uh, medicinal uh, um, potentials in there when used properly. When we look at a CBD and, and it's a CBD, it, the role that it's going to play in this wonderful herb is going to be about helping to upregulate the immune system. So the immune system can, can become more effective. This is of course going to be very important again in cancers and in places where people are feeling like there's an immune deficiency. 
When we move on to other herbs, we look at like green tea. What is green tea going to do? Well, because of the bioflavonoids and the catechins and the phenols, um, it's going to have really an incredible ability to be anti-inflammatory. And that's what antioxidants are. So when you hear anti-inflammatory or I need to take inflammation down, the first thought should be about stopping damage before it starts. Because when the body inflames, the only thing you know about an inflammatory process is that damage has occurred at the cell process, at the cell level. So if we can stop that damage before it starts, that's going to be fantastic. Well, green tea is going to help stop that damage before it starts. If you want a little caffeine, it's going to give you about sixth of a cup of coffee worth of caffeine. So if you still need that little punch in the morning, no problem. You can get that through your green tea and get the antioxidants in. And here's what else is cool about it. It's antiviral, improving cardiovascular and liver detoxification performance. We go into Siberian ginseng and it's got a bunch of glycosides and polysaccharides and all these wonderful nutritionally scientific compounds within it. Well, what Siberian ginseng does is it boosts your energy. So if you feel like you're having a little bit of adrenal fatigue and you're you know, a little slow sledding in the morning, one of the things that Siberian ginseng is going to do is it's going to give you that energy boost and it's going to help your body produce cortisol so that mitochondria at the cell level can produce energy. It's a perfect herb for people exhausted with chronic stress, you know, especially parents out there, right? I know what you've been through. We go over to licorice root and licorice root, this, these wonderful bioflavonoids uh, that are in it. What licorice root is going to do is it's going to extend the half-life of cortisol, meaning you're going to get more bang for your buck for the cortisol, the hormone, this wonderful hormone that your adrenals produce. You're going to, it's going to be active a little bit longer in your body. And again, what does cortisol do? It inspires the cell to produce energy. And the thing that's really cool about licorice root is licorice root is an adaptogenic herb. And what that means is that if the enzymes are low, it'll raise them up. If the enzymes are high, it'll bring them down. It brings you back into balance. So when we look at this, there's one other little nice thing that licorice root does. It helps prevent herpes and herpetic lesions from expressing themselves. And when we're talking about COVID, because it's a very similar mechanism, we're talking about people injured by the shots, licorice root becomes a perfect choice for them to help with the management of any genetic modification that they unknowingly brought into their, their cells, right? It's going to help slow down that expression of spike protein. When we get into medicinal mushrooms, the maitakis, the chagas, the, the reishis, all oh, these wonderful, wonderful mushrooms, they're going to be filled with D-beta-glucans and polysaccharides. And what they're going to do is really, really accentuate the effect of the immune system to do its thing. We get into hawthorn berry and the, bio, the bioflavonoids and the procyanidins and all these wonderful, wonderful compounds in it great antioxidant, like we said earlier, really boosts the efficiency of heart contraction. So it's perfect if you're struggling or you have some kind of heart condition. It's what I give all of my uh, cardiac patients. It's the best herb for it. We get into black elderberry, you know, the elder mother and bioflavonoids and anthrocyanins and, and all these wonderful antioxidants within it. It's going to help B cells, your specific class of immune cells work effectively when you are infected. It's perfect as an antiviral herb for respiratory infections as well. 
We get into stinging nettle leaf. You see, you see this, there's this, this, this amazing thing going on here. Stinging nettle leaf, it's going to clean your blood. It's going to make sure your blood is really, really clean so that your pH can be where it needs to be for your cells. We get into milk thistle and milk thistle with the bioflavonoids it has. It's going to help protect your liver so your liver can constantly do its best job of detoxing your whole body. It also helps prevent gallstones from forming. And then last but not least, by any stretch, turmeric. Turmeric, wonderful terpenes, wonderful bioflavonoids. What it does is that it's going to be a potent antioxidant, especially for people with joint pain and especially be effective for people who are dealing with H. pylori stomach infections in their digestive tract. And here's a little last great note for turmeric. It's going to help protect cells from DNA damage. It's just wonderful in that capacity. So Malcolm, that's my top 10. They're safe, they're effective, and they are amazing. Yeah, so this uh, top 10 and listening to you describe all the benefits of that, uh, what I'm thinking is that, remember now, there's a large part of our listening audience that is struggling and dealing with long COVID or long haulers uh, from this COVID thing. Uh, that is a lot. I mean, this numbers and the millions and millions of people in some capacity, they're by, and still people, there's a traumatic effect from the bioweapon, Dr. H, that you know, you're you full, fully aware of. And people are exhausted. They can't get the energy back. They're having all kinds of problems. And, and I'm talking that's on a mild case. More severe cases, there's all kinds of uh, problems that are coming from long COVID, as well as the vaccine injury part of it. Uh, people are having all kinds of issues there. Uh, I mean, again, some are extreme. Some There's a lot of questions right now with cancers and things like that. But even on a mild case, the impact of the body is serious. So you've got, again, remember we said up front, we promised folks the vaccine injuries, the long COVID, and then there's the rest of us who really just want to get our health and our immune system back in a big way in a post-COVID world. A lot of what you described with these 10, I mean, this is very exciting stuff. I, 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 to me, it's like being in science class for the first time and, you know, really understanding some really cool stuff about our bodies and 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 what we can do about it. I'm, I'm almost thinking a guide. I mean, I don't know what's out there about this, but taking a lot of these 10 and adapting them to some of the things we're talking about, Dr. H, as far as the, the long haulers and vaccine injury I, I would imagine there's a lot of information we're throwing at people right now, and probably folks might even be a little confused with it because there's an awful lot we're telling them. How can we put the, is there anything available as far as a guide or something, or maybe there's something we can work on for the future that would provide sort of a roadmap for this, your top 10, and how they can benefit us in our bodies, especially with long COVID and vaccine injuries. Does that make sense? You know, Malcolm, it does. Unfortunately, you know, like at Energetic Health Institute, we teach about this because, you know, it's an education. You got to go through an education. And the best way to go through an education is go through it with people who've already experienced it and and know what they're doing, know what they're talking about. We've done our homework and we also live it, okay. right? Um, there's a lot of great um, botanical and uh, places out there as well. I think what we do at the Energetic Health Institute, that's a little bit better 
um, than most is that we understand what's going on at the cell level and the role that energy production plays and alkalinity plays before an herb can really be its most effective, that there's a, there's a sequence and a process. And that's what we're sharing with the audience right now. Okay. I see a future uh, learning experience coming from this, uh, to be sure. I mean, this ain't the last time we're going to be talking about this top 10 you put out there. But I mean, safe to say, Dr. X, the benefits of putting these into your regiment on a daily basis is going to be significant, I would imagine, with people that are struggling with these problems, this vaccine injury stuff and long COVID. This has got to be a pretty big deal for folks, yeah? It, it has to be, you know, but what, you know, we typically see Malcolm out there is that people take a shotgun approach to their health, you know, try a little bit here, try a little bit there, try a little bit over here, exactly. and then none of it works and they can't figure out why. We want to give people the path to things that actually work. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. So there's a lot more to talk about within this. And I, I'm thinking about some future ideas and thoughts uh, because I know a lot of folks really need the help. They really need the guidance and they really want to get uh, forward without ending up on their life to be on, you know, whatever, uh, you know, medications. There's a lot of things we can do naturally in our bodies and in our lifestyle that would ultimately make uh, a massive difference, uh, especially in this post-COVID business of trying to get over vaccine injuries and long COVID situations, friends. So, well, listen, you're listening here, taking back control of your life. And uh, this is the fourth uh, lesson or step in a series of eight that we're doing through the months of September and October. Uh, this, of course, is available, uh, all the information on the platform. You can follow along with this. Uh, Dr. H has a whole series of notes on it. Uh, when you go to the show page on taking back control of your life, the eight essential steps to health and freedom, and that again, friends, is available in the top left sidebar of AmericaOutloud.com or under the shows in the nav bar, taking back control of life. Get to that show page, and there's eight accordion steps below there, and each one is filled in each week as we do this course here. And uh, take a look and click that fourth one for this particular program we're doing today, and it's entitled Herbs Everyone Should Meet, which is why we just spent the time in going through those right now, uh, and that's real, real important. There's also links in there, by the way, um, for other products to help you. Uh, you remember, in the, I think it was in the last exercise, we were talking about the uh, 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 pantothenic acid, uh, Dr. H, that you put out there. You were talking about if you're really injured and having problems, you've recommended 100 milligrams per serving. And uh, that there's a link in there for that that, uh, you, that goes to your uh, site, I believe, uh, which allows people to get that product. I just want to mention that. Is that correct? That is correct, Malcolm. And yeah, we want to make sure people aren't just selecting the right things that they're actually taking them in the right amounts to. Right, right, right. So because sometimes the product you might be taking on a daily basis may have a lot less than that. But this is kind of a healing process uh, is what it is when you have these injuries or these problems is the way you explained it to us last time. So I want to point that out to folks. And that's in the notes, by the way, on these particular uh, programs. You can get the link for that Uh that Dr. H has in the middle of the uh, the document. Okay, please. Yeah. Also, you'll see in there one of our uh, sponsored partnerships in there, which is Healthy Cell. You hear me talk about it all the time on the platform. Uh, and uh, there's a series of products with Healthy Cell 
And in fact, I'm going to share with you soon. I'm actually going to share with Dr. H as well. There's a new peer reviewed study on uh, the microgels, the absorption into our bodies. And I want to share that with you all in the next week or two. I'll bring that out. And uh, I, I was just remembering that now. It's a it's a, a brand new study, which looks very, very exciting, very encouraging. Um, and uh, so we'll, we'll talk more about that. Uh, but these are the microgels. These are nutraceuticals that get into your body, the absorption of it. Uh, the one I talk about all the time is immune super boost. Boost, uh, and I, I discuss it because it, it has all, a lot of the benefits of some of the things we just talked about now. Uh, vitamin C, vitamin D3, but uh, zinc, echinacea extract, elderberry extract we were just talking about. And and you can, you know, the thing is to look at these products, look at the ingredients, look at what you're getting from any of these things you're taking, and then do the math yourself and determine is this going to be the most effective for you. Uh, so uh, uh, take a look. Re- research is the key, friends. Study, learn understand, educate yourself, then move forward. All of the healthy cell products, our listeners get 25% off that first order. Just click the banner ad back at americaoutloud.com, or you can uh, go to healthycell.com forward slash outloud, uh, and you'll automatically get that uh, discount for our listeners. There's nowhere else you can get that uh, discount except America Out Loud uh, with healthy cells. So, uh, we'll take a quick pause right now. We'll be back with you in just a moment here. Uh, you're listening to The Voice of a Nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. All right. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulpidone iodine-based nasal spray, Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. 
Okay, welcome back to the Voice of a Nation. It is Malcolm Out Loud here, yours truly, and we're here with Dr. H. Uh, Dr. Henry Ely joins me back here, and uh, we're doing this eight-week series for the months of September and October, Taking Back Control of Your Life. Uh, And uh, it was just a terrific idea to get us all educated on a lot of things we can be doing, being proactive. You know, it's all about being proactive. Uh, And so this is the eight essential steps to health and freedom uh and those are on the show page again off the menu bar shows taking back control of your life is how you get there okay uh and you follow the notes along in each session all the shows go to podcasts as always friends of course uh, as all the programs do back at america out loud uh, now as we bring it forward here and we talk about the things we're doing dr h and we've been on a real exercise of i mean all these fabulous things you've been sharing with us the key to energy cellular healing uh don't guess when you can know that was a very very cool show there and that uh, gets into a lot of the food allergies and things and by the way when are we uh, let me ask you right now uh i did the whole blood test thing i finally got that all worked out i don't know if you have the results back yet but i imagine we'll be ready to share some of that next week with folks you think dr h absolutely we don't have them back in yet malcolm i've been having my team look for them every day so they should be coming in the in the next day or two yeah and we'll, we should be able to have that conversation next week and that information i think that was in week two i believe where people can order that particular blood test for themselves and this will tell you what you're allergic to i'm really looking forward to the follow-up on that but uh is that correct they can actually order this mm-hmm. test themselves right Absolutely for them and their families. And we'll have a qualified, trained, holistic nutritionist reviewing it. I'll review the results as well uh, with them. But they get on, they get a 30-minute call uh, with a holistic nutritionist to go over not just the results of the test, but what they can do to accentuate and get their diet really set up to maximize um, their immune performance. Yeah, I, I'm, this is the part I'm really looking forward to to understand. Uh, as you say, 98, 99% have no idea of what we're allergic to. And the problem is the, uh, the, the impact of those products we're taking that are not good for us are causing, as you explained before, a lot of problems in our bodies. This one step alone could save a lot of grief for about everybody, I'm guessing, huh? Absolutely. It's amazing. Malcolm, it changed my life uh, when I when I got my delayed food allergies done. And when I took those foods finally out of my diet for good, my body went from feeling like I was dying to feeling like I was going to be able to climb Mount Everest within 17 days. Okay. All right. Very cool. All right. Let me get to some of the questions now with you, because we've got a few here and I don't want to lose sight of this as trying to keep up with folks here. And uh, I want to bring it back to, um, now this one's going to be a little edgy, uh, Dr. H. So kind of brace yourself there. If you don't have your seatbelt mm-hmm. on, you may want to put your seatbelt on, uh, but <laughs> we'll keep it all real here. But <laughs> this is from a, uh, a listener of his uh, goes by Rich, uh, and um, uh, th- he says this was in relation to, okay, now, the organic ones. This was week three, the importance of being organically grown, correct? That was week three uh, in this series. And uh, so Rich says, this is absolutely nonsense. The go green, back to nature, organic, all natural crowd has done more damage to humanity than even the in insane communists did in the 20th century when they killed over 100 million innocent people. Now, that's a hell of a statement to put out there. And I, I was anxious to share it with you. But let me go on and just let me just give Rich the benefit of the moment here. And then you can reply. 
says at the end of World War II, the world's population was a couple of billion people. In 75 years, it soared to almost 7 billion people. And pesticides played a major role in that. If these products were so harmful as these radical misfit nitwits claim, how did that happen? Boy, he's got a lot of adjectives in there. Fascinating. Medicine advanced, but medicine can't fix starvation, nor can it fix the disasters uh, that pests inflict on humanity, and malaria is one of them. The ban on DDT alone probably killed over 100 million people, blah, 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 blah. Let me cut to the chase here uh, and save the blah, blah, blah. All that can hardly be classified as anything less than crimes against humanity. And that's the tip of the iceberg. All these claims are speculation, junk science, mutilated science, and fraudulent science filled with weasel words and phrases. The Tulane study regarding and endocrine disruption is a perfect example. It was clearly fraudulent, but as a result of that, we lost two whole categories of pesticides and the nation became infested with bed bugs. Wow. Uh, as for the uh, uh, atrazine, atrazine causing um, devastation to the frog population, false. The fact is, we really hear this horse pucky any longer because we know it's caused by fungus, a dangerous infection disease with the potential to drive species to extinction. Uh, he says, um, uh, Betrochloritrium uh, dentrobiditis. Boy, they, I always love the words they use in these things. BD is also known as a citrid fungus. It has already been decimated more than 200 amphibian species and rewired the ecosystems all over the world. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of fallacious claims by these misfits of the EWG and their claptrap regarding the dirty dozen. Um, so he says uh, people are now living longer and healthier. Here's the here's the crux of this, Dr. H. People are living longer and healthier lives than any time in human history. And modern chemistry is directly responsible. That's history. And that history is incontestable. Now, I, I felt this was, listen, I kind of give it to you in its full glory there for the moment even though it's like a whiplash uh, that we have, because I really wanted to play to this uh, these extremities of some of the conversation. Uh, some people really believe this. And on that point of this one listener I got in, others emailed in the same sort of quandaries, thinking they were on the other side of this. What do you say back to this, really? And uh, where's the miseducation in all of this, Dr. H? Hmm. Well, I think it displays a tremendous amount of ignorance. Um, and a tremendous amount of conditioning. Uh, I would, he sounds like a person who's in the <laughs> pesticide industry. So of course he has a financial interest in it, but if he, if he is, but what's really sad about it is, um, when people bring arguments, um, Malcolm with, uh, with name calling, when people bring arguments with name calling and they're that emotionally charged, what they're expressing is a belief system and not a scientific objective understanding of, of, of information. Um, so we're not going to do that in kind. So what contributed to um, the massive in increase in population globally? Um, sex. Sex did. People had sex. And when you're a mathematician, you understand that as more people, it's called a compounding interest for those that want to really get into it. But more, the more people that have sex, the more people that we're going to have on the planet. Uh, when, we, when he talks about... Um, this nonsense of pesticides and trying to justify their use and their necessity in terms of supporting a population like that. He's, he's spewing um, industry propaganda 
that they've put out from day one. It's the same industry propaganda that they put out for GMOs. And the industry propaganda is the same uh, that they're using in favor of vaccines and now these gene modification shots that you need these, you must have these without these, everyone is going to die. It's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. When you get down to it and you look at the 1900s, the greatest thing, not sex, that has contributed to population explosions around the world is the move from outlying farming communities into cities where there is plumbing, where there is uh, control over the food supply in terms of uh, being able to cook your food now for the first time, being able to get rid of your waste. It is very clear. Susan Humphreys does a great job in her book called Dissolving Illusions, showing the massive drop-off in infectious disease uh, in the mid uh, 19th, starting in the mid, early and mid 1900s, and the correlation to something as simple as we finally have a way to get waste out of people's environments. When you are taking a dump, and you throw that dump on your doorstep to get it out of your house, guess what? You are inviting disease into your life because that's where infectious disease is going to manifest itself and, and the microorganism vectors are going to be. The nonsense that the pesticide industry is trying to do is the same nonsense that the vaccine industry is trying to do. They are taking credit for something that they did not do. And the thing they are attempting to take credit for that they did not do is the advent of plumbing. If you want to give somebody a high five for the reduction in infectious disease, you go hung up plumber right now. And the people that developed water heaters and the people that developed stoves, yeah. that's the people that you go and give a hug, not the pharmaceutical industry and not the pesticide industry end rant well okay all right no perfect perfect um i i was anxious to hear what you had to say about it and i, I really applaud and appreciate uh, having both sides of that debate i have a lot of questions on this which i'm not going to get into today uh, truth be told uh, but i have a lot of thoughts even to this listener's point and some others that i find very interesting that i think we should recircle back with at another time but i thought it was fascinating let me get to a couple of others real quick with you dr h Joni says loved week one and i'm really looking forward to all these episodes i have a question on intermittent fasting i like to drink uh, two uh, tablespoons of apple cider vinegar and a glass of water when i wake up between 7 and 8 a.m will this break my fast cutting food off at 8 p.m the previous night thank you for all you do to keep us healthy what do you say dr h to joni you know, uh, for I don't use apple cider vinegar. I know a lot of people who do and are, are really love it. It's not right for me. My body doesn't dig it. Um, so the, the thing would be go and look on the bottle of apple cider vinegar that you're using and, and see whether or not there are any calories in it. If there are calories in it, then yes, it will potentially break the fast. See, that's the key. I, I was going to answer that the same way and I, because I knew Dr. H told me that in a previous episode. Uh, it's all about the calories, which is why like I would drink black coffee in the morning and not put the, uh, the whatever. And I don't use cream anyways, but if you wanted to put pumpkin or something else in it or whatever, just because you felt like you were going to enjoy the fall season, you wouldn't do that if you're fasting. Right, Dr. H? Right? Correct. Absolutely, Malcolm. Yeah. So it's it's a great point. I'm glad you were you were, you were able to answer that. Right? How cool is that? You're you're learning some good stuff too, huh? 
Oh, 100%, and then some. Uh, so, all right, this one's from uh, Jim. Uh, Dr. H, thank you for your response last week about your opinion of me doing the chelation uh, uh, IVs for uh, removing uh, plaque out of my arteries. But I forgot to mention that my cardiologist had also put me on a, a statin a drug, uh, the, oh, Lipitor, Lipitor, 40 milligrams daily. I have heard the side effects are not good. What do you think of using uh, this? In, in terms of biochemistry, Malcolm, uh, Lipitor, as, a, as all statins do, are called HMG co-reductase inhibitors. They inhibit that specific enzyme. That enzyme is required for the cell to make something called coenzyme Q10. CoQ10 is used by mitochondria in the final stages of energy production and therefore essential. So whenever somebody is prescribed a statin and CoQ10 is not prescribed with it, that is, in my professional opinion, medical malpractice. Um, I am not a fan of statins whatsoever. I think that uh, what we typically learn about elevated cholesterol levels is that, number one, we don't need to be as concerned about them as we think we do. And number two, it's usually indicative that a person's not eating enough fiber on a daily basis in their diet. Okay. Real quick, I got to ask you, because you mentioned it, CoQ10. Uh, I used to take that over many years, Yeah, CoQ10. Do you recommend this real, real quick? Absolutely, especially for people who are uh, have heart issues. CoQ10 is fantastic for people who have heart issues, but also keep in mind, if you do have a heart issue, the number one person you need to see is a holistic dentist. A holistic dentist, because you may have uh, openings in your bloodstream, and we know that problems in the dental area are the closest correlation to heart issues yeah. uh, in medicine. Yeah, I find that remarkable. I do know that to be true. Uh, interesting. Uh, Tina says, do you have any feedback for someone with a Hashimoto uh, specific to intermittent fasting, lifestyle, and supplements? You know, I, I've had some patients, Malcolm, who are diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune uh, thyroiditis. And some of them do just fine on intermittent fasting. I have a few um, students who've also told me that they do just fine on it. Um, but I've had some patients personally who who didn't, you know, and I've seen some students who it didn't work either. So it's kind of hit or miss. And I think what you want to do is what we've seen is people with Hashimoto's, they start intermittent fasting, they do fine for about two weeks, and then they start to crash after that. So if you're one of those people, then intermittent fasting wouldn't be right for you. But what we have also found is that three-day water fasting for um, those people and people of autoimmune conditions works beautifully. So you don't have to worry about, uh, you can still fast and get the uh, positive impact of autophagocytosis. Even if you do have an autoimmune condition, uh, you just intermittent fasting may be a hit or miss experience for you. Okay. Last word, Dr. H now in the last moment or so, uh, I know next uh, week we'll be talking about supplements are your friends. I look forward to this conversation big time, uh, cause that's going to be really deep and educational. I'm sure. Uh, what's the wrap up from today? What do we need to be doing? And uh, then we'll, we'll look to next week. Final analysis. Well, final, final analysis is get really comfortable with organic herbs and uh, for people who are concerned about this argument that pesticides are good or pesticides are bad, I would just say, go and see where the pharmaceutical industry invests its money. They invest their money in the pesticide industry. That should tell you all you need to know because the pesticides create customers for them. So if you don't want to be a customer for the pharmaceutical industry, make sure that you grow yourself organically. 
All right, my friends, uh, that's it. That's a wrap from here. It's all we got time for here on this particular one. Taking back control of your life. A lesson for here. Remember, now they're all back there. Taking back control of your life on the show page. You can follow along here each week. All the shows go to podcast. I know a lot of you are sharing these big, far and wide. Uh, continue to do that. Let's educate everybody as we build this thing and go along here. Um, this is, uh, like I said, it's like a, like an encyclopedia here over the uh, couple of months that we'll be doing this. There's going to be a lot of other ideas that come from this series. I can already sense it. Uh, so stay tuned for a lot of the exciting things I think we'll be talking about in the future here for sure. A big thank you, as always, to Brother Henry, Dr. Henry Ely. Thank you all for joining me here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. America.